When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, just wanted to give you guys a heads up that Matt does a dramatic reading of a very salacious book. If you don't feel like or are not ready to hear that kind of smut, it's a minute long at 3723 to 3818, and then again for 30 seconds at 4927 to 4957. And you can skip past it. It's up to you. Ramble. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. I'm one of your hosts, Becky, and I'm joined by Matt. Hello. We've got Rainy on the ones and twos. Hello. Maggie is maxing and relaxing on a nice little vacay at the moment, so we miss her, and we're very jealous. Um, But today on You Can Sit With Us, we are going spicy. Whoa. We were asked to bring in books that we had read. Yes. Um, Recently, I had a lot of, I wouldn't say free time. But I would say a lot of moments where I didn't have anything to do except hold a baby. Mm. So I was reading a lot of books. Mm. I really like fantasy books. Mm-hmm. I really like sci-fi books. Mm-hmm. And I also enjoy a little bit of romance here and there. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a book for each of those categories. Whoa. But my fantasy book that I was reading turned out to also be smart. You love a smut. Well, I was unaware it was smut when I read it, but I do love a smut. You love it. I love a smut. Um, let me save this page so I know which filthy page is on there. I have to look up. Oh, yeah. The love hypothesis. That's what I read. Okay. So my. So today we're talking about books. Today we're talking about books. Talking about books. I have three books because I'm an overachiever. I mean, I just <laughs> um, brought one book, but I brought the physical copy of the book. And it's in another language. So I do actually feel like that. Yeah, it's better. impressive. Level it's up. impressive. Level up, level up, mm, level up. Yeah. Um, so Matt, should we start with you because you have a serious book? Yes, it's very okay. serious. Okay. Um, well, like all good books, you get into them after watching the TV show. A hundred percent. You know, that's mm-hmm. where you get the best ideas. <laughs> and this book, it's in, I mean, it's in in Italian. It's called L'Amica Geniale. And <laughs> it's by <laughs> Elena Ferrante. And it's um, a trilogy, so she wrote three volumes for it. And it goes into the relationship between, I mean, the first book is like two girls. So it's kind of their youth growing up in Naples, Italy. And the whole series is about how their relationship changes over time, mm. right? Oh, romantic or just Not friends? Romantic, just oh, okay. friends. And it so it really delves into the depth of female relationships oh. and like all the different facets of that. We love that. Very crazy. Very interesting. And it also is kind of like a coming of age series too, right? Mm. Because it's like following them from when they're little girls all the way until when they're very old. Well, that's sweet. Aww. What's the name of it? Yeah, I mean, and not a for my for brilliant friend. Oh, okay, I was like, so you can get the book. You can get the books in English too, and it's called oh, okay. My Brilliant Friend. Oh, my brilliant yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. Will you read a page in Italian yes, for us? Um, yes, I can read some for <gasps> you if you want. I'll just read a little little excerpt. You know okay. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if you don't, you know, it's not going to be as good. 
Well, Matt, listening to you speak Italian is what it is. Like that's the yeah. TikTok. But this I is mean, the cut down. I'm, I'm still <laughs> working. I'm still working through the first. I'm almost. I'm on chapter forty two of the first book. It's because okay. as an intermediate Italian speaker, oh. it is a little bit of a challenge. You know what I mean? So do you have oh, to okay. look up words when yeah. you don't know what they are? Or mm. can your brain like fill in the context clues? Like it depends what it okay. is. It depends how many of them there are close together. Like you can see like some pages I have like written in them and stuff. Oh my gosh. Oh. You are a lifelong learner. Lifelong learner. Lifelong learner. Learning. <laughs> learning. Okay. Okay. This is Matt's story hour. I'll just read one little paragraph. Okay. Perfect. You know, just so you can hear a little bit. Yeah. Then we'll compare our two paragraphs that we're going to read. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Stamattina mi ha telefonato Rino. Ha creduto che volesse ancora soldi e mi sono preparata a negarglieli. Invece, il motivo della telefonata era un altro. Sua madre non si trovava più. Bravo! <laughs> Bravo! 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 <laughs> that was like two sentences. <laughs> wow! Wow! And what did those two sentences say? It was talking about Rino, which is one of the lady's sons, was calling the other girl saying that he couldn't find his mother. Oh. oh. Huh. Didn't get that. <laughs> you know what? I do feel like I heard a, one of those I knew was talking about a son. I knew it. I don't think I, I think I only know ciao. Ciao. Bella. Ciao. That's it. Oh, was it in French, les enfants? Is the kids, babies? Enfant? Yeah. Enfant? Uh-huh. So what are the, like, as their relationship grows, how mm-hmm. are they, so it starts as kids and like, what is, what's sort of like the message? Like, what are you getting from it? What are you gleaning about female friendships? I mean, there's a lot, like it, obviously it morphs over time mm-hmm. a lot. Um, there's a lot of competition. Oh, interesting. Oh. Right. And there's a lot of infatuation. There's a lot of competition. With one another? Mm-hmm. And there's also like reg- a lot of regrets. Uh-oh, does something bad happen to one of them? Yeah, it kind of is like one. So it's called My Brilliant Friend in English because mm-hmm. one of them um, is like seen as being like the smartest, like the most clever. Um, but she doesn't oh. have as supportive of a family and stuff. So the huh. girl, Lena, who does is like infatuated with her. And, you know, her friend mm. kind of helps her out in a lot of ways. And then she ends up going on. And getting like a really great education and becomes like a professor and like all this different stuff. Whoa. Whereas her friend um, doesn't and kind of takes the life of getting married early and she marries like a mob boss. And, you know, so it's a very different <gasps> oh. lives kind of happen. Uh-huh. The brilliant um, friend marries mob boss or the. Fr- mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Brilliant friend basically. She leaves a very down different, a different life. path. Oh. Yeah, different. And then they lose touch for a while. Mm. And then she becomes sick and she also is like working in some slaughterhouse. So there's like a lot of different things that happen that kind Mm -hmm. of change their dynamic to each other. So it's interesting, very interesting glimpse into, you know, what friendships can be. Yeah. True story. I don't think it's true. No, I think it's all made up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I had a dream about a friend from high school that I don't talk to anymore. I feel like if it's that thing of like where you, you grow up with someone and then it's like, they're very important. Yeah. Even if you don't yeah. talk to them. Oh, so I'm glad that there's a book about. Maybe I'll read it. Yeah. I also love that you're learning about female friendships. Yeah. In Italian. In Italian. Wow. So you can have lots of Italian female friends. There we go. <laughs> Sign me up. Now, do you have female friends? Like, do you, do you have a lot of <laughs> female friends? Um, are you not my friend, Rainy? 
Are you trying um, to say goodbye, Obviously, you've got Becky, <laughs> you've got Maggie. Well, I'm just wondering because right. I'm like, do you compare, like compared to your male friendships, mm -hmm. does it feel different? Maybe a little, but not really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I actually agree because I have male friends too and I feel yeah. like it's pretty similar. Yeah, and like most of my roommates, I feel like have been like, mm -hmm. like yeah. I have one roommate, Jessie, I was roommates with her for years, you know, yeah. one of my best friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like you joke meaner with your male friends than you do your female friends. Probably. <gasps> As one of your female friends who sees you joke with your male friends. <laughs> oh my gosh, I want to say What do you mean meaner, Becky? There is some sassiness that comes out, but never have I seen such a sassy <laughs> Matt <laughs> as when get. some of his male friends are around. <laughs> Whoa. They are <gasps> I'm trying to remember AJ coming on and like I think there were there were a few a few jokes about your pants or something that was like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> I, love I mean it. too many to remember you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> no one yeah. knows where it starts or ends but like for example David Dang yeah I feel like you give David Dang a really hard time sometimes yeah he gives me a hard time <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> But see, neither you nor David give me that. I mean, you give me a hard time sometimes, but not as hard as you give each other. Right. But you have known each other longer. Right. So maybe you'll be meaner to me in like five years. Yeah, watch out. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it has to grow with the friendship. Yes, 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 yes. That makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, I just called you Chewbacca earlier today. That is true. <laughs> I was asking if we have headphones and I was like, Matt, how does my hair look like this? And he goes, I'm not going to lie. Kind of like Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I'll just go ahead so and I'll just take these off. <laughs> I'll put it up to my ear after that. <laughs> um, but no, the book sounds, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, that sounds I'm intrigued. Would you recommend? 10 out of 10 would recommend. It's good. <gasps> Did you, you finished it? No, I'm almost done with the first okay. one. Well, I just okay. know the whole story, you know? <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, right, right, right. Spoilers. Spoilers came out. Yeah, because I had, I had, you know, seen the whole series before yeah. I started reading the books. And then yeah. I liked the story so much because such good storytelling. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to yeah. read the book. Yeah. yeah. So when you say intermediate Italian, you have mm -hmm. intermediate Italian. Yeah. What is like, what's your, I'm sure you've said this before in the podcast, but what's your, like you grew up speaking Italian? No, I did not no. grow up speaking Italian. No, like my This is learned. This is like an adult mm -hmm. learned. Wow. Well, in college I started taking I like started Italian. That is really yeah. impressive. Mm -hmm. Cuz I took Spanish and I didn't learn it like that. Cuz I remember like when I was really little, I remember my great grandmother speaking Italian. Mm. Wow. But like my grandfather doesn't speak at all and then my my parents, you know, don't. Yeah. 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 How's the writing itself? Um, I feel like it's also harder when you're doing a second language cuz you're so you're you're thinking so much about the content, mm -hmm. right? Right, and like being able to understand things, you don't necessarily yeah look at all the other parts of reading that you would if it was like in a language you know really well. Yeah, for sure. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I'd say like the writing's nice. Like I wouldn't be able to be give you really good descriptors. Like you right. know, she does mm -hmm. go into detail about certain things, and it's like a lot of feelings uh -huh. you know, too. Uh huh. But mostly, yeah. you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Just wanted yeah. to track the story. What like know? what inspired you to read an Italian book? Just to get the, better at Italian. Lifelong learner. Lifelong learning. Learner. Yeah. Yeah. Lifelong are you learning. are you planning a trip? Always. Always. I mean, mm -hmm. I could always go to Italy. You know. I mean, Ma it's all Matt's over everyone's freaking back. TikTok. You know <laughs> Matt's I mean? not allowed back in Italy. <laughs> it's all over everyone's TikTok every day. Italy, especially in the summers. Yeah. Know? Oh, actually, I do know Italian. Attenzione, 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 <laughs> <laughs> pickpocket, attenzione, boys, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. 
Watch out for the pickpockets. <laughs> Are you on that TikTok, Rainy? No. It's I don't literally know a lady. Seen that? She's this famous TikTok lady now. She runs around and she films TikTokers or TikTokers, pickpocketers. Oh. And she yells, attention, attention. She like follows them around and they yeah. like will like run away from her, like the pickpocket yeah. people. Yeah. Oh my God. So it became bigger. She's become famous, TikTok famous. I'm not, yeah. on, I'm yeah. not on Italian TikTok. So now there's people who film her uh-huh. doing that and they're like, <laughs> oh my God, we found her. And she, they yeah. like film. The oh, because usually lady. you don't even see her face. No, no, it's like she's just, the one filming normally. She's filming yeah. the pickpocket. Yeah. So what did you? Okay, so f- last thing on the book, what did you learn from it? Um, learn lots of good vocabulary. <laughs> uh huh. What's your favorite Italian word you learned? In yeah, it? like an Italian word that you didn't know before that you had to look up and you're like, oh, I love this Let word. Look. That's a that's a difficult question. Okay, what is a singular word that you didn't know in the book that you ha- had to underline and then look up? Okay, here's one mm-hmm. that I wrote down. Okay. Sudata. What do you think that means? Sudafed. Sudata. Um, can I have it in a sentence, please? In ero, Italian. Ero molto sudata. Um, strangers. Sweaty. Sweaty. Mm-hmm. I was very sweaty. Also like strangers. Uh, I was very sweaty. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweaty. So now you can say that all the time. Sudata. I mean, I am sudata. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't have the brain for other languages. I think you do have to be truly smart to be bilingual or trilingual, like truly smart. I I feel like I'm more like street smart, Um, (laughs) not like math smart. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you have to be like very smart to understand two languages. Oh, yeah. And be able to think. I I mean, I've taken Spanish too like eight times because every time I went to a new school Mm -hmm. or like go into Spanish too. Mm. Yeah. Um, Did you take foreign language? I took French. I don't know why. Should have taken Spanish. The like, biggest regret mm. in life is not taking Spanish because it would have helped me so much yeah. at a lot of my jobs. But I have a couple kids' books in Spanish. Oh. So we're learning Spanish mm. together. Yeah. And then I got like Brown Bear, Brown Bear, What Do You See? And what was the other one I got? Maybe Hungry, Hungry Caterpillar. I got both of those as Spanish versions and English Ew. versions because I was like, we should be able to figure yeah. this out. Yeah. It is a lot of asking Google to pronounce things. Right. Or calling Maggie and being like, can you say that? Like, how do you say this? Oh, yeah. Well, Maggie is a bilingual. Icon. Maggie's a, she is a bilingual icon. And she knows um, like medical Spanish too because mm. she has to translate sometimes at work. I'm sure that's like a huge asset to that. I could not those. imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of words. So many words that you like never hear. Right. Like I'm watching this one Italian, um, like it's like kind of an investigative show. Ooh. Um, and so it's all the words you think of on like crime scenes and stuff you would never know. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like when I'm watching the show, I have to look them up. Yeah. And I feel like you have to take, I don't want to speak for her, but I feel like she said she had to take some sort of class to learn some of the medical words. Because mm-hmm. it's not like stuff you hear. No, oh, yeah. Like I mean, same normal. with English. You hear things and you're All like, medical oh, things are like not this? normal English. Yeah. yeah. Latin. Yeah. A lot of this comes from Latin. All that Latin. Yeah. We'll I have mean, to pick yeah. her brain about being bilingual one day. Yeah. Especially like, with the medical. Tell us the secret. Yeah. I do wish I took um, ASL. Because I think I think phonetically, because I'm dyslexic, I've read somewhere mm-hmm. that it's like dyslexic people really have trouble with languages. And I'm like, maybe ASL could have been. Mm, interesting. Oh, and yeah. they offered it at my school. So I wish I'd taken it. It's never mm. too late. I would love Life to. Oh, yeah, I guess that's I'd true. Love to. Maybe, we'll have, maybe we'll ask Maggie to do um, the intro one day in Spanish for us. <gasps> mm-hmm. I would and then Matt could do it that. one day in Italian. And then you could do it one day in French. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your French roots. 
I didn't take it that long. Bienvenue. <laughs> Bienvenue. So you can sit with us. <laughs> this is like German. <laughs> you sound like, um, what's his name from Cabaret? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Alan Cummings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Anyways, okay, so anyhow. your That was books. my book. Yeah. Lemica Geniale. Lemica Geniale. Mm. Lemica. Beautiful. <laughs> ah, do it again. Lemica Geniale. Lemica Geniale. Oh, that's pretty good. Was that pretty good? Yeah, that's pretty good. I feel like, do you speak in Italian to Eugene? Uh, No. He doesn't like I that. I do the dogs, though. Oh. Yeah. That's cute. Let's sit. Well, I usually, I don't really, I don't do sit because they have a hard time to sit anyway. But like, <laughs> what words do you use? But like, andiamo, like, let's go. Oh, yeah, I've heard you say andiamo. Or like, spaghetti, which just means like, hurry up, hurry up. <gasps> spaghetti. 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 Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sweaty spaghetti. Sweaty spaghetti. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> sweaty spaghetti. Yes. Yeah, what was sweaty again? Surata. Surata. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're already in a language class right now. You already, you already learned it. This is literally beautiful. Yeah, Italian 101. Tell you what, yeah. Well, Matt, my books were very similar to your books. Yes, I want to hear all about the deep female <laughs> friendships that are explored in your books. I mean, females are being explored in these books, Matt. <laughs> oh. uh, things are getting deep. Um, smutty, smutty. I will start with the least smutty. Mm. I would say this book is zero smut. Okay. So, and how did you find out about this book? So this book was actually a recommendation mm. from JD, who mm. he reads oh. a ton of books. He... Mm. Um, photographs the Try Guys a bunch. He photographs yeah. a bunch of YouTubers. He's a really good photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to talking one day about how we both liked fantasy, sci-fi, mm-hmm. YA type mm-hmm. books. And he actually was like, you should read this book. It's called Scythe. And I ordered it, sent it to Scythe. my parents. Scythe. I was on my way to my parents' house for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that was when all Sounds those flights sci-fi. got canceled. So I never ended up getting the book because it went to my oh. mom. Mm. So then I only recently got it back. Um, it is very good. Um, it, what yes. makes it good? So it's very, it's a dystopian mm. um, future society where there is an AI that basically like rules everything. It's called the Thunderhead. The Matrix. Oh. Um, or Thundercloud, one or the <laughs> other. <laughs> it's called the Matrix. Um, but it's basically like if AI took over everything and like people don't die anymore. The planet is wonderful. Like everybody loves this AI because they made life so much better. Mm. However, now that everything's wonderful, like the planet and illness and they have, um, they call them like nanities that they can put in your body to make you like not feel pain. Or like if you're depressed, they can make you happy. Or if you break your arm, you can get that fixed. And then if you die, you're only called deadish because the only way to truly die is if your body is burned or I think like oh. severely crushed or something like that. Oh. So they had to, at one point in this futuristic society, create a group of people because nobody was allowed to die. The population was getting too big. Mm-hmm. So they, a group of people called scythes came about. And these scythes, everybody like kind of agreed that they were allowed to just go out and it's called gleaning and they can just glean people. And like all the different scythes I mean, like have delete? different, kill them. Yeah. 
kill them permanently. Like they don't get oh my God. resurrected or whatever. They don't deadish. They're not deadish. They're dead, dead. And it's like sort of a contract that you have with like being alive. Um, but this book is about two young people from like different backgrounds. Mm. They both get, you get chosen by a scythe to be like an apprentice. Oh, so they both get chosen to be this side, this apprentice. Hmm. And at the end of it, they're supposed to sort of like do battle mm. to see who is going to be the next scythe. Oh. Yeah. And they want to be a scythe. No. Oh. Not at first. I mean, one of them was just picked and she was kind of like, I don't know about this, but I guess I have to do it because otherwise they're going to kill my family. Yeah. Oh. Um, or they were worried oh. about that. And then the boy mm. basically had like no other options. Like his family didn't really like him. He was like very oh. empathetic. Um, and it's basically like about their journey. And they do nice. like, there's like light love, but that is like oh. not the purpose of the book at all. Oh. It's more about their like connection and like the way that they understand each other. Mm. Yeah. That's intense. Wait, so in there the sites are killing the people in the real world who are like deadish? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. In it's everything is the real world. The oh. world is real. Oh. Yeah, everything is the AI real generated. world. There's just an yeah. AI that like runs the world basically and like you can hear him in your head. <gasps> um it controls like everything all at once. It's like every everywhere all at once, you know. Oh, and then they uh so they're deadish. Does that mean they're like they go to revival. They get sent to revival centers. Uh-huh. If you die, you're deadish. Not if you get gleaned. If you get gleaned, you're like fully dead. They do not bring you back. Oh, you, oh, you disappear. Oh. You're gone. Interesting. If you die, like let's say there's this thing called splatting that people would do yeah. where they like jump off buildings or like jump in front of cars because, you know, you go splat. <gasps> um, but they do it for like fun because they know they'll go to a revival center get revived, oh, get put back together, and they I like that, see. like, thrill. I see. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So is is it sort of, like, um, looking at life and death almost? It's definitely looking at life and death. It's looking at how, like, as a society, because, like, it's a trilogy as well, mm-hmm. um, and I read all three of the books. I really, really liked the first two, and then the third one was good, but it was, like, a little too much of a button on the end of it. Okay. Um, it was just, like, tied up a little too neatly mm-hmm. um but it's like basically about like if you could like if you could live forever should you mm-hmm. and then also if like mortal people are tasked with having because basically the ai was like i shouldn't be killing people because i am it right. i'll go i'll grow too powerful like uh, you know oh, what uh-huh. i mean like i shouldn't okay have that responsibility over life and death humans should or mortal should um and it's like about mortals making those choices and how they choose to kill people, mm. if they choose to kill people, how their little society formed of even being people yeah. that do that, because mm-hmm. then you find out later crazy stuff happened in space. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. In yeah, it's really good. Yeah, third book goes to space. <laughs> third book. <laughs> that one really tickled me. I was like, Whoa. wow, we departed. <laughs> we have fully leave departed. The earth. Yeah, but it's basically about their journey into the scythedom, mm-hmm. is what it's called. But it's a very, I thought it was a really easy read, a oh. very like page turner. Yeah. Um, and like then the, the second book turner. is very different than the first book. Mm. Wow. Mm. I actually might read that. I'm I, have, I really like, I have the first one physically, and then the other two I bought on yeah. my Kindle, but I can give you your the reader first machine. One. My machine. Your reader machine. Does it read aloud to you? No. Oh. I mean, I don't have it read aloud to me. I read, I read it in my head. <laughs> I read so after head. reading, are you? What are your thoughts on living forever? Pros and cons. <sighs> I don't think I would want to live forever. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the questions yeah. that they pose is like, "Would you want to know if you were going to die?" 
Oh, yeah. And I think I do. You would? I think I would love to know when I was going to die. I really like timelines. When if they were like tomorrow? <laughs> that would be tough. But at least I'd have like a day to feel like I was completed. You know what I mean? And uh-huh. I feel like it's a very different question if you ask someone who's like religious versus non-religious. Mm-hmm. Like I think personally, I think when I die, I'm just like in the earth, right? Like uh-huh. that's where I think I go. I, I don't world? think there's a, I don't think I'm going to the spirit world. I don't think there's a consciousness so, past so death. What would be your ideal funeral? <gasps> so dark. My God. You're, just the one, you're the one talking about going into the ground. Oh my God. I was just saying like a bury me, plant me uh, like a tree. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my ideal funeral. Yeah. Like what would happen at your funeral? Like what do you want it to be? What probably music. just like a nice party. It's a party. Just a party. Yeah, a nice party. A party. Some Olivia Rodrigo playing. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody weeping. Um, wailing. Yeah, weeping. wailing. Keening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would take some keening. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have know, like people, you're like, you I feel like give a people, speech. when they know they're going to die, that's, <gasps> that's what they true. do. They kind of plan the their funeral and stuff. And they yeah. like prepay and get everything all set so their loved ones don't have to think or do that. That's true. Right? Mm. I will say in this futuristic society, they didn't have to do any of those. Like they did funerals, but it was like covered by, you know, cause it's a happy place. The AI did it. The AI did it. So you don't have to pay for like money is there's no money in this world. Right. And like you only work if you want to, but your job isn't actually necessary to the world. Cause the AI does everything. Necessary. Does everything. Yeah. It's more about having like a sense of purpose. Uh-huh. Like what were people's jobs? Some people had different jobs. Like there was one job that's like you worked as like an it was a I think they called it a Nimbus agent because he was the thundercloud. Mm. Um mm. that you were like a go-between between um the because the scythes who were the killers and the thundercloud were totally separate, so the scythe would never talk to them and he couldn't interfere with what they were doing. Like even if it so was no bad. one's just like a chef. People were just chefs. People, oh, okay. you could do that. You could be yeah. whatever. You could do whatever oh, see, you want. See, and the Thunderhead would like try and help you find a nice job. Did the AI also make art? There was one part where they talked about art. Oh. And did they make their own like movies? I don't know. They didn't dive into the entertainment world that much. It was mostly about mm. the killing. <laughs> it's mostly about the murders. I think it's interesting that, that it is like the humans have to choose. The AI knew that the humans had to choose. Yeah, and he didn't tell them the Thunderhead was, I mean, they all called it a he, but it's like an it, mm-hmm. um, was they would tell him how many people had to die to continue the world. Oh. Mm. So it was sort of like a, one of those philosophy questions of like, okay, the least amount of evil, some people have to die because otherwise everybody's going to die or yes. something like that. Yeah, it's like the trolley huh. problem. Like do you save really one person or do you let But did he die? actually let them choose or was he in their head giving them like kind of guiding them? No, because he wasn't allowed to talk to the sex. Oh, he so he wasn't allowed to influence them. They could kill whoever they want. Yeah. Huh. Even if it would like do something terrible for the world and he would have, you know, the Thunderhead would have to recalibrate things and like fix a plan. Um, but he wouldn't talk to the scythes. And then some scythes were like, you know, people who were slightly more noble and were like, you know, this isn't fun. This isn't a great job, but someone has to do it. And I feel like I can make these moral decisions. And other people were like psychos yeah, of course. who like just want to murder people. Yeah. Just go yeah. on a rampage. Mm-hmm. Cause how was, what was the duel at the end? It was like, okay, so you guys are both trained. So yeah, they went to this big like conference basically of all the sides uh-huh. and then they had to be like proficient in like poisons and mm. weaponry and this like, like Harry Potter kind of. Yeah. And this like <laughs> form of fighting that's like very 
graceful and like dance. Yeah. Mm. It was like very like YA dystopia, all of them thrown mm-hmm. in. Um, but they had to battle to the death at the end. But I'm not going to tell you who died. <sighs> Got to read it. Scythe.com. Scythe.com. <laughs> yeah. On and then Google machine, read on Scythe.com. So that was the first book I read. Yeah. Whoa. Really okay. liked it. Now, guys, we go downhill fast. Oh, let's go. We went into oh, that was the top of the hill. Mutland. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> oh, did I forget to say I read it in French? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, so then I went into the smut land. Mm-hmm. So I was getting curious about all these like rom smuts that people were talking about on TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Book talk. Book talk. So there's this one that I read and this gal writes a lot. Let me look up the author. How did you find out about this one? This was on, I found about this on TikTok. Oh, this is a TikTok find. This is a, a real book talk find. find. A real book talk find. Whoa. Um, this one is called The Love Hypothesis. Ooh. And it's by Allie Hazelwood. Hypotheses. Um, it is popcorn reading. It mm. is finish in an hour reading. Whoa. Finish um, the whole book in an hour. A whole book in an hour. It uh, is. How many pages is it? Fast Two? read. I don't know. Probably. I Let's see. 100. It's not that long. That reads one page every page a day. <laughs> um, but she basically, her books are all kind of the same. Like she has love theoretically. Uh-huh. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that one I think is like a very similar premise to this one. Um, but it was basically about this gal who um, is in school mm. and she has a best friend and her best friend um, wants to date her ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Whoa! Did Wait. she did she take it from? She stole it. My brilliant she friend plagiarized my brilliant <laughs> friend and added gratuitous sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> they so it's she. It's a very funny premise. Um, Matt's gonna love it. <laughs> You're already you already can't contain yourself. So she basically is like she wants her best friend to date her ex boyfriend, but she's afraid that her best friend won't do it. Because no matter how much she says, like, I'm over this guy, she doesn't believe her. So she's <gasps> like, I'm going to pretend to have a boyfriend. So she randomly kisses this guy in the hallway. Uh-oh. Turns out he is the, like, mean professor. And then they start having a fake relationship. A fake what? relationship yeah. or a real A one? fake relationship that eventually turns real. Oh, my God. And then there's, like, this, gratuitous this, sex. This kind of rings, like, like Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey. You know what I mean? I would say it's better written than Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. And it's more like a popcorn, like not lifetime because it's smutty, but like, like kind of, of like a lifetime smutty. Like Fifty Shades of Grey. That is not what reading Fifty Shades of Grey is like. Fifty Shades of Grey is like the next book I read. <laughs> that, oh no. The next book, you guys? They get smuttier and smuttier. So you read Things Fifty Shades? Sad. Oh yeah, I read Did Fifty you like Shades it? when it came out. Um, not really. It was fine. I thought it was, it was fine. Yeah. I thought it was very poorly written. I okay. think that was more my issue with it. Mm. But yeah. I wanted to read it because everyone else was reading because it, it was the time when the movie was going to come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you were like, I want to be, I want to know, I want to be in the know. I want to be in the know. No yeah. FOMO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but this one I think was a good, if you're looking for like, not necessarily feel good because there were some like darker themes in it, mm-hmm. but just mm-hmm. like a fun a beach read, if you will, yeah. with like some smut, some spice, as they well, call it. It has some spiciness. You're going to get all hot and bothered at the beach. You got all hot and bothered at the beach. <laughs> Just a little bit of spiciness. Um, so what did you learn from that book? Yeah. What were your key takeaways? <laughs> that, that book I learned, um, you know, that there is a formula for <laughs> these things. <laughs> and if a you follow formula, a formula for entertainment. <laughs> 
It was kind of predictable uh, the way it went. But you know what? If you just need, I like to call this book like a like a book reset. Mm. Like sometimes, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes you're reading books that are like, okay, I've just read this other heavy book or this murder yeah. mystery or this whatever trilogy, and you're like, I just need something that I know I can read really fast. It's going to take up very little brain space. Yeah, and it's going to make me feel be good about reading again. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I'm going to be entertained. Like, I'm going to be like, yeah. oh, reading's easy. Yeah, let me go on to this other book. Right. Yeah, but that's how I felt about the love hypothesis. So yeah. how many stars would you give it? Love. Okay, so Scythe, I would give five stars. I would say read Scythe. Five okay. five. So five out of five, read Scythe. Love hypothesis, I would say if you are looking for that brain reset, a four out of five. Because mm-hmm. okay. it gave me what I wanted. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of weird references to this main character being itty bitty. Um, that was Ooh. the only thing that I didn't. I was like, <laughs> they were constantly like, you weigh nothing. And I was like, why is this? <laughs> Why is this necessary? <laughs> yeah. uh, like she's an itty bitty person. And yeah. I was just like, okay. Let's just delete. Um, literally could delete every single literally one Literally could delete it. Doesn't change the book. Nope. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. There was a mm. whole section about her sitting on his lap and about how itty bitty and petite she was. It's was like, like, okay. <laughs> is this plot driven? Um, <laughs> are we driving the plot? No. Um, I would give, yeah, four out of five. What was her, per- what was her character personality and arc? Her personality was like she didn't really know, she knew what she wanted to do with life. Mm-hmm. Um, she had this one singular goal. You find out that she wanted to do it was like some sort of cancer research okay. about a type of cancer that her mother had mm-hmm. and had passed away from. And she really wanted to get this wow. research. She yeah. was a grad student. She really wanted to get it published. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was, she was very focused on yeah. doing that. And so by dating this guy, she kind of like loosens up. <gasps> she gains more confidence in herself. Oh, cute. There's a moment where she's able to stand up for herself really mm. well. And then, yeah. He helps her grow. He helps her grow. And she helps him grow. Oh. She helps him become a little softer. So do they, well, you can't spoil. I was going to say, well, do they end up together? Come on now. <laughs> you think of a couple of hypotheses, they're not getting together at the end. Come on now. That's true. I mean, what was the hypothesis? Um... That's a good point. Every chapter started with like a hypothesis. I see, I see, I see. If I pretend not to like you, then I'll like you more or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very science, very STEM. Very Speaking STEM, of women in STEM. Women in st- this is women in STEM. <laughs> That's there it Becky's is. This type is of women, women in, STEM. in STEM. Love hypothesis. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, the next book, though, yeah, is I the real like star. I feel like I've been building this book up to rain and We were talking about it all day. <laughs> Okay, apparently Matt didn't learn about female friendships in this book. Wow. I see who the brilliant friend is now. You wanted more sass, but you wanted more sass. Okay, so this book was another book talk recommendation. When I was recommended this book by these book talk people, usually you would mention if it was spicy, right? A Court of Thorn and Roses or Akatar, as they call it. I was well aware I was going to be reading about fairies having sex. This book was about dragons. The dragons do not fuck. People do. And I was taken aback. (laughs) I was shocked. I was (gasps) gasping at what was happening (laughs) because it comes out of nowhere. And I was ill prepared. So this book is a lot of the uh, I almost call them dinosaurs. Dra- it's about dragons, right? Yeah, so there's yeah. this world where 
dragons exist and they have um, they like choose their riders from this like little school of people because you can go in and be like this the main character is supposed to be a scribe like uh-huh. she likes to like draw maps and mm-hmm. like write things down and like history and all these things yeah. um, well her mother is like number one commander and she's like not my daughter not my daughter you're gonna go be a rider and if you die oh well I don't care oh and she's like legacy the hell what the hell she's an older sister an older brother who died oh and i know in battle battle and then there's these other sort of group of people i forget what their names are like of what their group is but they used to be they were part of a rebellion mm-hmm. and as punishment for being in the rebellion the mm. people who rebelled their children have to go into this oh. dragon rider thing where they might die. Like people died in like the first five minutes, mm-hmm. right? Like people mm-hmm. dying left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, so the main girl is told at the beginning by her sister, like, watch out for this one guy. He hates you. He hates our family. Our mom killed his dad, I think is what happened. Um, <laughs> really, I blacked out through half this book. I was also reading it at like, you know, Henry woke up like every three hours yeah. at, in his first real, stages of life. So it's like. This is going to be a Romeo and Juliet. I was huh? real delusional. Yeah, it's kind of a Romeo and Juliet situation. It's kind of an enemies to lovers oh. situation. Um, but basically, like, she goes into the school and she's learning, and they also get magical powers. Mm. But nobody, like, knows what their magical power is going to be until your dragon has to pick you. And if your dragon doesn't pick you, you have to go and do the whole thing over again. It's oh. drama. It's called failing. It's drama. Wow. I'm going to read an excerpt that okay. we might have to bleep. Mm. So this is this is between <laughs> the, the main girl and one of the rebel sons. The rebel sons, the main rebel son. He's okay. like head of the rebel son. Hot. Yeah. These are like the two leads. Uh-huh. Okay. The bad boy yeah, 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 yeah. and the, the bad good boy. girl. Bad boy and the good girl. Yeah. She's like the little scribe who didn't want to be a writer. Right. Yeah. And he, yeah, um, what's he like? Is he, he wanted so to be So his... There magic is that he's like a shadow person. Like he can make shadows come up all over everybody so they can't see anything. Oh. And that's so he's like very, he's like literally like tall, dark, and handsome. He yes, he's darkness. literally tall, dark, and handsome. Okay. okay. So this go. is what I got to where I was like, you know, I'm reading this book. I'm like, okay, they're picking their dragons. Dragons are picking them. They're going to go out to battle. There's this long war that's been going on. Like, okay, let's go dragons. Let's go dragons. In the middle of Let's Go Dragons. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Find it. Oh, I went back to Love Hypothesis by accident. <laughs> I saved the page that we were going to start on. <laughs> Wait, remind me what this book is called? <laughs> oh, sorry. It's called The Fourth Wing. <laughs> the Fourth Wing. <laughs> the Fourth Wing, because that's uh, the dragon riders. Are the, the Fourth, fourth wing. wing. Yeah. Got it. She can't even contain <laughs> herself. Part of me wants to make Matt read it instead of me reading yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you'll be able to do it without laughing? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, out of context, fourth wing. <laughs> out of context, fourth wing. Which one are you calling out for? He asks against my flesh. Because it's just you and me in this room, V, and I don't share. You, my fingers tangle in his hair. I'm calling out for you. I appreciate the elevation to deity, but my name will do. He licks me from the entrance to my clit, finally flicking his tongue over that sensitive butt. And I moan, fuck, you taste good. <laughs> he lifts my thighs up into his shoulders and settles in like he has nowhere else to be tonight. <laughs> I'm going to pee my pants. 
<laughs> then he absolutely devours me with his tongue and teeth. <laughs> Pleasure, hot and insistent, spirals in my stomach and I'm lost in sensation. His hips rising and falling as I chase the high he drives. So this happens almost out of nowhere. It goes from being like they are looking at each other across the room to Clint being is thrown around. Being the, is that the whole book? It's not the whole book. It's like the beginning of the book is like a book. It's like a young adult book. And then somewhere towards the end, it just it turns R-rated. being a book. And it, starts being this hardcore porno. And then it continues, like, or is that one scene or is it like? <laughs> there's and there's more. The scenes continue. It's this little, like, hunk of the book is spicy. And the rest of it is like, like, they're not even, like, holding hands, like, at one point. <laughs> and, just getting devoured. And they go into this. And her thing is that she shoots, like, she takes, like, lightning from the sky, I think is her thing. Um, and so when they're, like, orgasming, she's, like, shooting lightning through, oh like, the God. school. It is just the most, like, cheesy, like, graphic sex. <laughs> and I'm absolutely reading the next book. It comes out in November. <laughs> Becky's like, I cannot wait to, for the, the, te- the tongue and teeth devouring. The tongue and teeth. A, a cliffhanger. But every sex scene is like that. A cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> like in A Court of Thorn and Roses and like Love Hypothesis, which are both spicy, like they like ease you into this spice. Right. There are moments mm-hmm. of spiciness. Right. This book is like you turn one page and like it's the pizza man knocking on the door <laughs> and the housewife being like, oh, do you have a sausage for me? Ew, like, so <laughs> Wait, so how did you hear about this? This was the TikTok too. This was a TikTok, TikTok one. This was also a TikTok. But like I said, love hypothesis. People are like, this book is spicy. Fourth wing. Nobody mentioned Nobody it. Says. At least not that I saw. I just thought it was like a, a cool, like fantasy book. Were yeah. they paid advertisers? I don't know. <laughs> I probably Sponsored? probably got trick talked. You got trick And the other thing about it is they're I don't know where they actually are in the world, but a lot of the dragon names mm-hmm. are Gaelic. Gay. Gay. Lick. Gaelic. Gaelic. Mm. Gaelic. They're Gaelic. What? So in That's your head, weird. it's like when you see Hermione for the first time, you're like, yeah. oh, right. How do you Hermione. pronounce this? Yeah, Hermione. Hermione. How, Hermione. <laughs> like, how do yeah. you pronounce this? So we actually pulled up some TikToks. Yes. Oh. One is a girl who listened to the audiobook. This and, audiobook. <clears throat> yes. The 55th Wing. Which I was also like, how did you listen to this on an audiobook? And how did someone record it without peeing their pants with <laughs> laughter? Yeah, that is what I was. I was like, I kind of want to read this, but also like hearing Matt say it, I was like, I'm my stomach is like so clenched right now. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So Matt, since you're our language baddie, yeah, you're gonna tell us how they're pronounced, oh and then God. we're gonna go back and Gaelic's listen hard. to this TikTok. Gaelic's hard. Gaelic is literally so hard. Okay, pronouncing the dragon names in fourth wings so that you don't have to. Part three. If you didn't know, all of the dragon's names are Scottish Gaelic words. I'm Gaelic speaker, and this is how you actually Gaelic. pronounce them. Red Ox dragon is called Uthram. Uthram. And this oh. means light. And that's light as in weight, not as in the light that comes from the sky. The Gaelic word for heavy is traum. So Uthram is like a direct opposite. Sawyer's dragon is called Sleeshak. 
Slingshot. And this means chip or slice, as in a chip or slice of wood. Oh my God. But something that I find quite funny is it's the same way that you would say chips, as in fish and chips. Yusk agus slishakin. Cowrie's dragon is called smach. Smacht. And this Smacht. means discipline, which I think makes sense because he's one of the teachers. Now, there's another family of dragons called Wanya Lochik. Wanya Lochik. Wanya means tired. green, which makes sense because they are green dragons. Wanya. And Lochik means Lochik. lodging. However, I think this might be a misspelling. I think it's supposed to be Lochik without the S, which means logic. They sound pretty similar in both languages. And I think this because the green dragons are said to be more cunning, more smart. So it makes sense if the word logic was in their name. As wow. with the other dragon family names, it is grammatically incorrect. The word oanya should come after logic because it's an adjective. And in Gaelic, the adjective and the noun are the other way around. This is my third video about this, but there's still so much Gaelic in the book that I want to get into, including this word, which is actually a mix of an English word and a Gaelic word, I think. Thank you for all the love on the past two she videos. It's been really no, I was like, intinusic. She's, she's saving it for the next, the next video, one. Teaser. Uh, isn't that interesting? Also, yeah. the way she says Gaelic is like garlic. Garlic. Yeah, garlic. <laughs> I want to read, like, not even for the smut. Like, I'm, like, interested <laughs> in the lore of this book. The, the lore is good. I think like, there's not great world built, in my opinion, oh, not okay. great world building. Like, I think mm -hmm. the world is a little question mark, and I don't know if that's, like, on purpose. Someone, I put that on Instagram once, and someone's like, the world is supposed to be... Um, nondescript like because of well no because the main girl is very like new and like doesn't know much oh. about the world and I was like well, I don't know I feel like, like it was code. just yeah. Yeah. yeah I was like it kind of feels like it just it didn't get established so yeah but it is a newer book and there's going to be a sequel coming out on November like 7th I think that you're yeah. going to be reading so first to download like it's going to be first to download so maybe there's going to be more so this information there 10 out of 5 stars how many Um, I mean I would <laughs> definitely say read it and once you get to the Matt reading, I kind of want to make Matt read a part of Love Hypothesis. Yeah. What yeah. they should have done is... We'll cut it, we'll cut it they in. They should have yeah. just had me read the whole book for the audiobook. I think that That's would be true. Really doing good. all the Gallic words, the Gallic words. Well, I feel yeah. like what's hard in with audiobooks especially is the spicy moments. Like mm -hmm. I listened to Red, White, and Royal Blue. Mm. Oh, yeah. How was that? Because I... Uh, yeah. La, the book is the book is good so magical sweet. i mean i cried i laughed oh, wow. it was wonderful really okay. a true red white and blue moment spicy really it was a spicy sp oh yeah it's I didn't like no it's that spicy oh it's spicy matt there's i mean i penetrative sex i saw the show <laughs> Um, it's spicier than the show. Yeah, because the show spicier wasn't that spicy. No, not that spicy. No. The book is very spicy, but the guy who reads it, <laughs> let me actually just play the audible of this man. So imagine this man talking about like, I wouldn't say it was like graphic graphic, but like yeah. people, per, people really boning. Alex exhales a shaky breath, running one hand through his hair. He starts to pace back away from the door. Sounds like a computer. Doesn't it? Okay. Do you think this is going to be the next AI job? Right? Oh, well, now that you sounds said like it, that's AI. all I'm hearing. Yeah. It sounds like a computer to me. It's a computer. I thought it was like, like... He ends every sentence almost the same. He sounded like a um, like a 50-year-old like news anchor to me. Yeah. 
Yeah. Or transcontinental like, accent. Wow. I wonder. <laughs> no, no way that was it. But like listening to that man describe like sex was, was it. much too much for me. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to get a oh, love hypothesis. Love hypothesis for Matt. This was another one where like, yeah, there was the spicy moments kind of. They found their time, mm-hmm. but it wasn't as gratuitous. Well, it just wasn't as pornographic. Explicit. So fast. Yeah. It was just, you so knew it was coming. Intense, I knew it was coming. I was heavy. like blindsided by the word clit in this book. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for some reason what? that is sort of just, you're just like, that's so right? explicit. Somehow so more explicit. so than, yeah. More so than what they usually say, which is like their hot core. Right, exactly. Like Lava <laughs> <core>. <laughs> Spicy books are really I've their never own got, beast. Right I've never now. gotten into them. Never anything that's really been like exciting to me. I know. I've been trying. I've yeah. really been trying to do a quarter thorn and roses, but they haven't had mm-hmm. they nothing spicy, and it's I'm halfway through. I I have <laughs> so a friend like, what who am said I really? the same thing, <laughs> and I'm like, you just. You got to get there. You do have to push through. It's like season one you of Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. You just have to push through. Can you do yeah. some speed reading? Yeah, just sort of like every other word. Be like, okay, we get it. We get it. You just scan really quick. You know? <laughs> yeah. I remember I started Twilight because I was like, this was like when I was little and I was like, I heard there's a sex scene. And then it just, I was like, well, I guess I could just skip to it. I don't have to read the whole series. That's true. But I don't even think I did. I think I felt like that was cheating or something. Uh, or you could just listen to the audiobook on like 10 times speed. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I did it technically. So fast. You know, like <laughs> Yeah. I feel like I I need a, I I think I would like them once I got into them, but I feel yeah. like I haven't found one that I'm like I need a I need a good plot to go with Maybe it. Maybe this 40 45th dragons is it. The 45th <laughs> wing of that. I am curious the about dragons. Yeah. That's what they should be called, the Gallic dragons. I like a mystery. I feel like if there was a mystery romance smut book, Ooh. I think I could really do that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Murder yeah. mystery smut romance. A I murder like mystery that. smut. If you're writing one, text me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll review it. It's like make clue smut. You know, <laughs> it's like clue, but like <laughs> <laughs> my dream book would be clue but smut. <laughs> <laughs> clue but smut. Miss Garland, Miss Rainy, what she wants. or whatever. <laughs> I feel you're like a serious. This book was serious. Yeah. Heavy. What are, what, um, what genres uh, are you into? Yeah. Yeah. More like educational. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. Though I do sometimes like, you know, like fictional stories, obviously, but like, cause, um, like one that I did really like was crazy rich Asians. Like that yeah. whole series was really good. You know? Yeah. That, that was, was like good. a quick read. Mm-hmm. So I like books kind of more like that. Did you read the too. sequel? Yeah. I read all there's of them. Three of them. Oh, there's a third one? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, China Rich Girlfriend. Well, I have a dirty page for you to read. (laughs) Dirty page for Matt. My dictation skills, you know. I should be be cast as a reader. I think you have to start at this bottom little paragraph and then just go to the next page. Oh, wow. Okay? Because you have to have, you know, there's got to be a lead That's a lot of scrolling. That's much harder than a book. Ugh. Man. (laughs) (laughs) He pushed his hand against her shoulder blades to make her arch towards him and then closed his mouth against her breasts. All teeth and tongue and wonderful, delicious suction. Olive <laughs> whimpered against the back of her hand because he, she hadn't known, hadn't thought that she'd be so sensitive. 
Her nipples were tight and raw and almost sore. And if he didn't do something, she'd... You're edible, Olive. (gasps) (laughs) It is interesting. It's it's a little different. edible. It's a little different tone. It's a different tone. (laughs) It's a different guy, for sure. He's doing different things. It's like more sensual. Yeah. The other one's just all like action. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. This one is he's suctioning. There was suction. <laughs> <laughs> this one was also like maybe like a couple pages and yeah. then nothing and then a couple pages and then nothing and then maybe a couple pages. Mm-hmm. Whereas fourth wing was like absolutely nothing other than like <laughs> sexual tension yeah. for most of it. You're right. And then one page <laughs> changed it's, everything. It's a he's different settling book. in. He like he's got nothing else to do. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> the heels are dug in. <laughs> They're dug in. Well, with that, a great episode of You Can Sit With Us. <laughs> yeah, do you guys think oh you're going to read more smut in the future? Yeah, I think mm. I'm going to read. I think, I'm, well, I, I actually might start with um with the first one. That is so slight. Oh, sorry. I think you yeah. should also bring you start with the first one. Read them I... in order, Rady. Mm. Let me get to Niale. Read the first one first. <laughs> that's looking, okay. that's seeming like a little like homework. <laughs> Rainy wants to read about the people that kill Um, people in a future. You don't want to delve into your inner psyche of female relationships, like just the color palette on that book. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, thinking I don't want this book is a beautiful white and blue with some girls peeking through the door. Sort of, they're sort of spooky. I mean, Matt, are you going to get into smut after this? Yeah. Are you going to start doing Do the, the fourth wing? I'm fourth not wing? into it. No. No, thanks. But you read it so well. Well, if you ever want to, you know, pay me to be a voice actor <laughs> and read them for your audiobook, I'm all here for it. <gasps> wow. I actually bet you you might get a few DMs, honestly. I feel like you could. <laughs> I think you could I do feel it. like you did a really good job with the first one. I do. I am good at dictation, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, <laughs> thanks so much for listening to this spicy episode of You Can Sit With Us. Um, make sure you're liking and subscribing. If you want to give Matt some work, drop a microphone down below. Um, tell us your favorite smutty book, and maybe Matt will read a page from it. Whoa, mm-hmm. new next series. week. <gasps> new a page se- a day. Matt's smut Corner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about this? This is big. This is huge. This is okay. And you say you don't invent anything, Becky. Wow. <laughs> I'm, an, I'm an idea. I'm an ideation person. Yeah. Um, okay, what if we had people send in um, one page from a smut book? Yeah. Matt will read it and we'll try and guess what the book is about. And at the Whoa. end, that's we'll good. read the description of what the book is actually See, about. Very great segment. Whoa. That's wow. a one, that's a weekly segment. I right love there. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> daily. We're going to start doing a daily podcast. <laughs> the daily, except it's just no. So send that oh. in to us. Send oh us one page or tell us like the book and the page you want us to read. Mm-hmm. If it's free. Well, no, I guess they'd have to send us a picture of the page. Oh, yeah. Send us a picture. That's Just okay. send us a picture. Or copy and paste. From copy, and paste. Copy, and paste. copy and paste it. Copy and paste. Put it in the email. Send us a picture. Matt mm. will read it. And the rest of us will guess what the book is about. Huge. Wow. wow. I love this. I'm glad I signed myself up for this. <laughs> you are voluntold that you would be <laughs> taking part in this segment. <laughs> 
Um, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Until next week, make sure you're washing your hands, being nice to people, tipping your servers, peeing after sex, getting boosted and vaccinated, register to vote. Don't forget to floss. Don't forget to floss. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to flush. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.